Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Week 8, almost in the books. You got an AFC North matchup tonight. We'll get into that towards the end of the episode. But before we do that, we got to give out some moneymakers from the Steelers. It's tough to do that. It's I was going to say, do you really want to do we it? We have to. Teddy KGB is going to get mad. We were supposed to do it in the last episode. He's not going to be happy mad. giving away this money. He's not going to be happy giving away this money. I'm kind of really struggling to where to go as well. I think we, we talked about him briefly. Can I just go first? Go ahead. Okay. I'll give mine to Cam Hayward just because it wasn't, a good pick. it wasn't a perfect game by him, but we're finally seeing Cam kind of get back into doing Cam-like things. So I think Cam deserves some money. Hard to hard to give out any <laughs> real money, money <laughs> but deserves some money after yesterday. Pay that man his money. I think oh, it's uh, man. I don't know where to go with this at all. I could I could give you one maybe. I don't see where you're gonna go. Jalen Warren? No, because yeah. that was garbage time pretty much that he did that and uh, Fryermuth had a really quiet 57 yards through the air. Uh, Pickett can't give it to him. I know who I'm giving it to. Derek Watt. Derek Watt's going to get my money, man. Got that touchdown? Pay that man his money. Okay. Derek Watt catching a touchdown <laughs> pass. I would have loved to have been on that prop bet. Had, Derek Watt, anytime touchdown right. scorer. He had also the first gain of, this, of the game, right? He had like that five-yard yeah. out route. So, Derek Watt, the key to all your problems in the passing game. There it is. As long as a wide receiver is throwing him the football. Otherwise, he's useless. You like that play call, too, didn't you? It looked it looked a little frustrating because you were saying here here's, we go. Here's why I like that play call. For once, it looked like a play that was set up by a play previous, mm-hmm. where jet sweep, jet sweep. Oh, they're gonna run this jet sweep again. Nope, we're passing it this time. That's what good offensive coordinators do. Mm-hmm. They script plays PBS, early yeah, right. to set up plays later, and that kind of was one of the first times I could definitively point to and be like. That touchdown was set up by all the stupid jet sweeps uh-huh. that you run before this. All 120 The entire of them. defense yeah. sucked up to Chase Claypool. Didn't even bother looking at right. Derek Watt leaking out. Like, that's why you run these things, to get big plays like this. Did you see the— Now, here's one thing I would say, yeah, though. For, I love that you scored a touchdown on it, but don't you kind of think you don't need a trick play to get a yard? Right. I would have loved to see that kind of trick play— but instead of Watt leaking out, it's like Deontay leaking uh-huh. out. And Claypool and hits him for the rainbow. Yards, exactly. Right, right. So that's my one critique for using it then. I get it. Yeah, I get it. 
but you have been struggling to get into the end zone, so maybe you did need something a little a little trickeration to get in. Oh yeah, and it to worked. Get the, and it worked. Final, so what? One yard. It worked. So I'm not gonna critique it too <clears throat> sure. too much, but I don't know. Just feel like that's something you could have used more to gain big chunk instead of just getting a yard and getting into the ends, and you should be able to do that with your basic offense anyway. All right, Teddy KGB's pleased. He's eating his Oreos. We can move on now to week eight action, and we start in London. In London. The finale for the London series. Really? They they do go to Germany in a couple weeks. Don't they do a Mexico City game too? I think there might be one of those too, but as far as London is concerned, no more more cold beans and soggy bread for breakfast. No more fish and chips. I love fish and chips. How dare you? But the Jag- I like fish and chips. The Jaguars should have won this game against two just teams that Denver at the beginning of the year, you thought uh-huh. they would be good. They've been bad. Jacksonville, you thought they'd be bad. Then thought they'd be good. And now, now they're bad again. They're, I think they've lost five in a row. They're two and six now. Yeah, since uh, starting two and one, they've lost five in a row. They're done. They're not. Oh, remember yeah. when we See said ya. they were going to win the South? Nope. See ya. Tennessee. Well, that was also because... Tennessee was no one wanted to win the South. Two, yeah. And now they're they've won five, won five in a row. Games, yeah. So they're doing the Tennessee thing. Mm-hmm. So I really do wonder about Trevor Lawrence, though. Because Well, not only Trevor Lawrence, every quarterback in that draft class. Yes. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones. Mac Jones. And then there's other ones too. Like, yeah, but those uh, were the five. Sam Ellinger, the... who got his first start and lost to the commies this week. Right. Um <laughs> I'll never get over it. That commies. I'll say this right now. Okay. And I think this changes almost week to week. Hit me. Justin Fields is the best of that class. Or at least looks the it best. It can change. It, it changes. Really. They got blown out, but that was more their defense just getting waxed by Dak yes. and Dallas. Yeah. He, look at her. Fields didn't do amazing stuff. He only passed for like 160 yards, but he had two tutties through the air. He had another touchdown on the ground. He had another 60 yards running on the ground. Like, And the key for him there, he didn't turn the ball over either through the air or via a fumble. So... I think Fields has been looking better and better. The Bears could still screw him up because that's an organization that just never puts a good ecosystem around a quarterback. But oh yeah, I feel like we keep playing musical chairs with who's going to be the best of this class. And well, we have yet to say it that it's Zach Mac, Wilson it was, or Mac Jones or Trey Lance. It's really just Trevor. No, or Justin we said Fields. Mac Jones last year. You did ten and seven. I makes never the playoffs, believed in Mac but Jones. But he, he was the best last year. He was the best of the rookie class last okay. year. Then Trevor at the beginning of this year looked like he might have figured it out. But there's some passes in that game. And if you look back at the Giants game where he throws some bad balls, makes some bad decisions, and it's weird because he was the anointed one, right? Like, so much hype for yes. Trevor Lawrence to the point where it's Luck-esque, where it's Peyton-esque. Yes. Had, like, there is no other person to take. And he has yet to show any signs of that kind and of And you know what's kind of weird, like, too? Even is on that... a bad team, he hasn't shown the signs of, like, and this dude's special. But—, but... Yeah, the overall team is, but the offense has good players. A lot of weapons now. A- oh, Etn is a great running back. Absolutely, and now he's their he's their only guy, right? Because they traded away James Robinson, which I think is right. Because <clears throat> you know, as much I- as I thought Robinson was good enough, and I thought I was always thinking he'd get a raw deal every time they keep putting Etn back in there, or they keep dropping him down the depth chart. I think Etn's a thoroughbred, so I think you get yeah. him. A1 I mean, he carries. was last year coming out of Clemson, yeah. and then he got hurt. Yeah, it was him and Notch. Like, those were the two. Yeah, and Javante Williams, who now now he got hurt. He got hurt. All but... three of them have yet to have a full NFL career of really solid NFL there were people NFL that thought play. Etienne could be better than Harris. Like, that was there were, I remember. I remember the drive. I mean, he was picked one pick I remember, after. He was picked a pick right, after. Right? I remember Dale and Matt were saying, Steelers could target Javante Williams because they really like him, too. 
all three of them were, were supposed to be really good. And Najee Harris had the best year out of all three last year. ATN's having the best year of all three this year, but yeah. Williams has no say in that right now. Right. But and ATN didn't have any say in it last year. And maybe Najee has less of a say of it than this year than he did last year because of that lingering f- foot injury. Did this win make you believe in the Broncos? Or no, are they... in no way whatsoever. In no way. What, what does Russ always say? Uh, he says a lot of things. Uh, danger witch. No, Have you ever done things like, dangerous? Broncos country, let's ride. Let's ride. Yeah, I'm not riding with the Broncos. Come on. You're doing high knees on the airplane for four hours before you get to, to London? What? Because you don't like... Is that not a low to be? You didn't hear that story? No. Russell Wilson, when they were flying to London this past week, while the team was sleeping, he was doing high knees and rehabbing in the... Oh, island. in the back of the plane? All I did throughout the plane. Yeah, apparently. I think I did hear that, yeah. I heard Jay Clazer talk about it on a podcast, and he was like, if he was doing high knees up and down the aisle for as long as he claimed, he basically ran in a marathon at, <laughs> at 30,000 For the feet. length of a, 30, a plane ride. In the yeah, air. right. Like... He's like, no one's running a marathon right. at 30,000 feet in the air. Like, right. it's just not possible. And the the best part, too, is he's in the interview with the, the reporters in London. He's like, how long's the flight? Eight hours? Oh, yeah. So, like, uh, for the first four hours, I was doing high knees and then a uh, couple hours doing some treatment. And then I watched some film. And then uh, I, I did get a, a wink of sleep in that last hour. It's like, so how long, how many time do I have to fill? All right, <laughs> now let me tell you how much I filled it with. He's such a phony. And absolutely. And so I have no, not a single ounce of faith. No, I'm happy that, that they're losing. And I'm yeah. happy that they're losing because he's such a phony. Complete phony. And you got to feel so much happier for Seattle. The battle for the NFC South first place went to overtime. The Panthers and the Falcons. Yeah, I really Falcon. hated that because I was playing against DJ Moore in two leagues. And the guy was having a pretty mediocre day. And then he had that long touchdown to tie it. Yep, 152 yards and a touchdown is how yep. he finished the day. Thank That's you. a pretty Appreciate good fantasy that. day right there. Appreciate that. Do you agree with the penalty that they called? When he slammed his helmet into the ground after he scored to knock that extra point back, and he eventually missed it to force the overtime. No, come on. Can we not just take a second and say, even though that's in the rule book, the temperature of the moment? Yeah, you just tied the game and are going to potentially you're gonna win, win that in game. In your mind, though, you're going to win. Yeah, that game. you just won that game for your team, essentially. You and your quarterback, because wow, PJ Walker. Right, right. I think Patrick Mahomes tweeted out that that was the best pass he's seen all season. Really? Yeah. I didn't see and that. he might be right about that. Rolling out to mm-hmm. his left, resetting, and dropping a bomb 62 yards down the field right mm-hmm. in the bucket. Yeah. I I understand you can't take your helmet off and play as far as celebration is concerned and throw it or whatever, but you got to take the temperature of the game. You the have refs, to understand. Yes, the refs, you have yeah. to understand. Like, I'm sorry, Mr. Referee, but you've never done anything this exciting no, in your ever. life. No, ever. Nothing. I never have. You never no, have. right. I don't know what I would do in that moment if I just won right. an NFL football game. I might, I might just start crying. <laughs> Openly weeping yeah, on the field. Right. Like, I couldn't imagine the, the rush of excitement that came over him. That being said, the penalty made it a 48-yard extra point, make a 48-yard field goal and win the game. And then, in overtime make a 35-yard field goal in the game. So mm-hmm. kicking problems, I think, is what did Carolina in, not the uh, penalty by DJ Moore. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's not. It's it's ridiculous. The guy was celebrating. Can we just take a moment to realize how close we were to the Carolina Panthers being in first place after firing their coach two weeks ago? True. They win their wow. first. The winner of that game was going right. to be in first place in the South. And... 
I don't think you can necessarily say that the Panthers are out of it anymore because no, they're right. They're in it. They've played better, and they just took the team that's winning to the mat. And I believe they still play the Falcons one more time this year. So, a little chance at revenge for the Panthers as well. Do you think the Falcons, one of these Panthers, Saints teams, holds? Let me ask it this way: Brady or the field? What do you think in the AFC? Yeah, South I go right Brady, now? right? I think I'm going to start leaning towards the field. The field. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> now that the Panthers lost that game. Now they're two and six. So. And by field, I think the Falcons are your best bet. I think they're the one that you look at as. Although the Saints could be sneaky, I, they're only they, one game back, and they're, they're tied with Brady, and they beat Brady a lot. Although they didn't this year, for the first meeting, mm-hmm. they got to play him again, and that one's in Tampa Bay. And they still, the Saints also still have to play uh, the Falcons and the Panthers. So, and I believe, I believe Tom. That they already lost to, right? Because they remember they opened the season, they lost to the Panthers early on, and everyone was saying, What is going on in New Orleans? You can't beat Carolina? Yep. Well, what's going on in New Orleans is they play in the AFC or the NFC South, and all four teams kind of stink. That's what's going on with New for New sure. Orleans. Right. Uh, Falcons in first place for the moment right now. Uh, let's look at the NFC East, the NFC Beast. The Cowboys routed the Bears. They're six and two, the exactly Giants, as I thought. The Eagles just routed the Steelers, exactly as we know. thought. Uh, the Giants did fall to the Seahawks. We'll get to that game more in depth in a little bit. Uh, the Commies beat the Colts for seventeen to sixteen. Who cares? Every single team. No, we care. Well, <laughs> Every single okay, team okay. I get in why. the NFC East is over five hundred right now. Their combined record, Jacob, is the best win percentage for a division combined since the 1970 merger. We are looking at the really? greatest division to this point in the season in the history of the NFL. Do they get four teams in? The commies are right there, right? They're they're tied they with the Niners. Eighth, yeah, they and stand they have the same. Eighth. They uh-huh. only are behind because of uh, I believe they the win the tiebreak over Washington based on best win percentage in conference. So they have a better games. NFC record. Yeah, than the, the, well, it's not by much. Four and two to two and three. So it could be done. It could yeah. be flipped for for the commander's sake. So I don't think that they get four teams in. Uh, I think that the uh, NFC West is going to get. Both the Niners and Seattle in now. Uh, I think those will be two wild yeah, cards. Yeah. Okay. So I think that the loser of the West might be that seven seed, and then Washington would just be on the Washington cusp would there. be on the yeah. cusp, or they'll drop more and and lose a couple games down the stretch. But the, okay, so yeah, I think <clears throat> Washington is another one of those teams, man. Like New York Jets, almost the bones are there, the structures in yeah. place. They need the a quarterback. quarterback. They yeah. need a quarterback. It's all, I mean, Terry McLaurin. Is just doing incredible things. And what a great pick for us, Brian Robinson. I mean, I know he got shot, and right. I can't believe that I said that, and it's just fact. But mm-hmm. missed his rookie season debut because he was shot. Like that, who figured? But kudos to him for recovering from that real quickly and and really emerging as a a, a young running back. That's yeah, he's not going to do a ton for them. No, but I think in the future he's going to be really good. Sure, I think they got a dude there. I mean, I think the Commanders now are doing what they need to be doing, right? The, 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 the last three weeks, they've, they're on a three-game win streak. They beat the Bears, a bad team. They beat the Packers, admittedly a bad team. And they beat the Colts, a bad team. They're beating the teams they're supposed to beat. This is a team that, and this is getting way in the future here, okay? This is a team that if I was the Steelers and I ended up with one of those top five picks, I would circle and get on the phone with for trades constantly. Mm-hmm. Don't you want Bryce Young? 
Don't right. you want CJ Stroud? Right. Give us three first round picks. You're 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 in that 15 16. The commanders right now are doing too good for their own good. <clears throat> no, that's what I'm saying. They're in that 15 16 area. They they need to be in that top five. 10, top they 7, need top young, 5. They need Stroud. Yeah. Like those are the missing pieces right now. So Right now, Tom, during that game, Steelers would have the number 4 overall pick. I'd be on the phone with with Washington and being like, dude, Give us your 15th and give us the two prob- first-round picks. The problem is the three teams ahead of them are all going quarterback because it's Detroit, it's <laughs> Houston, and it's Carolina. <laughs> so is the Steelers pick really that valuable? Because you know those top three guys. <laughs> Levis, uh, Young, and Stroud are all going to be gone. And the point. teams the teams right behind them are Jacksonville. They have Trevor Lawrence. They're not going to give up on him just yet. The Browns have Deshaun Watson. And then it's the Raiders who I could see move them making on. a move, but then that opens up a nice little... Free agent carousel with Derek Carr. You yeah, know, right. Teams would want to snatch onto him. The Colts. He's going to be a Colt. I mean, that's the Colts so? MO, right? Well, that's what. Yeah, that's what they've done each of the past what three seasons. They've gone from Philip Rivers to Carson Wentz to, to Matt Ryan. To Matt Ryan, not one lasting more than a season. Yeah, going back uh, five years, it's been Andrew Luck to Jacoby Brissett to Philip Rivers to Carson Wentz to now Matt Ryan, who's now benched for Sam Ellinger. So that's. It's getting a little Cleveland Brownsy over there as it far is. as their quarterback situation. I, it's just a shame because <clears throat> Andrew Luck. Yeah, they were set for years. Yeah, decades. It's really, it's really unfortunate for them because they made the right move, right? They had Peyton Manning. They tanked the one oh, year they that made, he, and they made the hard move too. Like right. they moved on from a franchise great when he still had two more great years left. And he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, right. Well, that Super Bowl year, he was trash. But but he still won it. But it was key to remember that he set the passing record in Denver right after he went. So, like, they, they cut bait, and it didn't look good initially. But, man, long term, it looked like the right move until <laughs> they got blindsided by an unexpected retirement. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Speaking of those Colts, they lost to the commies, like I said. So they're 3-4-1 and one, and the Titans 17-10. and 10. Uh, Derrick Henry's back. Absolutely. 219 yards on the Did ground. Did you see Two this? Tutties. Did you see this? He's run for over 200 yards each of the last four times he's played against the Texans. He owns Houston. Uh, I think I also saw he tied O.J. Simpson for the most 200-yard games in <laughs> NFL history. So get one more, please, Derrick Henry. And <laughs> please. Put, put the juice to bed. <laughs> and I think he will get one more. He's got to play the Texans again at least. So I think that's at least one you circle and say he'll get 200 in. But mm-hmm. – 
what a strategy from them against the Texans on the road with Malik Willis, who clearly in their mind is not ready because he threw right. ten passes mm-hmm. and they handed the ball off thirty two times right. to Derrick Henry. Yeah, I mean you still won the game, so who cares? Like do you really and, need and you Ryan? Want it by more do you than really the, need Ryan Tannehill out there? Yes, you do, because you're not playing the Houston Texans every week. That's true. But I will say this, the score looks even better than it was because it was seventeen to three until like twenty seconds left when the Texans scored right. a garbage touchdown. So just total Mike Vrabel kind of win, defense, and running the football. Tennessee's got Kansas City on Sunday Night Football next week. Both teams are going to be 5-2. and two. Kansas City's going to ra- just wax them. But Tennessee's in a really good spot now to just cruise into that AFC South. Right. It's not It's not a must win for them. No. they Five straight wins is... Just what the doctor ordered. I mean, shoot, you could be five and th- or you could be four and three right now if you're Tennessee, and I'd still be pretty comfortable mm-hmm. in you. So, I-, I think they've got a vice grip on the South. I don't think. Oh, hundred percent. It's because that division is. I mean, we were talking about the NFC South being really bad, but at least it's competitive. But like at a tier below what competitive football should be. Like it's even. It's competitive because they're so bad. That's what I'm saying. Tennessee is just clearly going to run away with this. Yeah, they're the best of the bunch, yeah. for sure. Uh, on the late window, we had the Niners and the Rams. Christian McCaffrey, I'm very, a freak. I'm terrified to see what he and Shanahan are going to do together. That, I mean, you just saw it. In, in, he in a had week. a passing in a touchdown. Week. You saw what they could do in a week's time. Right. Like, Right. Wait, That's what everyone was saying. Wait until next year when they get the full oh, offseason and they're barbecuing at Shanahan's house in the middle of May and they're drawing up all these crazy design plays and passes you know, for McCaffrey to throw. You know what I love is when people say, oh, this player is the first person to do X, Y, and it's the most random stat line. Not do this wanna, one. Do you want to know what his is? Yes. No, this is kind of random. Since 2005, right? Nope. No, no, no. NFL history, first ever to have 90 rush yards, 50 reception yards, 30 pass yards, a rush touchdown, a receiving touchdown, and a pass touchdown. Yeah, see, that is garbage and cherry. That's what I'm saying. My, that I thought you were going with. He was the first since 2005 to throw at least a pass, throw, a run, catch, and a yeah, catch, yeah, yeah. which I think is a normal, cool stat. But, yeah, that's cherry-picking some. <laughs> I guarantee you there was someone in there that maybe ran for, like, 44 yards or something uh-huh. like that. And it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. oh, not as much as Chris. They do that with LeBron all the time. All the time. Basketball. All the like, time. Or Thad Young. You ever seen that graphic in basketball where it's like the people do this? It's MJ, LeBron, Wilt Chamberlain, Thaddeus Young. Young. It's so funny. You look it up if you haven't seen it. Just look up the Thad Young meme and it'll pop up. But I think we'll get to Seattle in a second here. Uh, I mentioned in an earlier episode, I think that they're a playoff team. I think they're a contender against the Niners. CMC brings a whole other dimension to that offense, and I think they are going to be the best team in the NFC West for the remainder of the season. And, Jacob, I kind of feel like they're the second-best team behind the Eagles. And I know that that's tough because they're 4-4 and right now, but just try to see the forest through the trees. Let's pretend we're in January when all the dust settles. I don't know what seed they're going to be in. Maybe they're the three-seed, maybe they're the two-seed, although the Vikings have a pretty good grip on that two-seed right now. I do. I just think that... I match the Eagles up against everybody that they could play in the NFC, and I think San Francisco is the best one. And they got if, their if guy healthy, now. If healthy, and yeah, if they healthy. got their guy now. Like they got McCaffrey. See, I think you kind of agree with me. I don't know if I would put them in number. You're saying number two in the NFC. I think when Not it's all league. said and done, Not yeah, in the, league. The, the team that is the most likely to contend against the Eagles, right? Might be in San the Francisco. NFC, yeah. Because I, I'd still put Eagles, oh, yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo, Kansas, Kansas City, City. Are the top three. Uh, let me. I gotta think about that. Like, you wouldn't put Dallas maybe at number two? that's a good call. I might go Dallas number two. But I kind of feel like if I put San Fran and Dallas on a field together, healthy, 
San Fran's going to win. Well, that's, like, that's what happened last, that's what happened last, last year, year yeah. in Dallas. And now and San Francisco Yeah, now San Francisco is a little bit better. They're up. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a, it's an argument easily that could be made. They're up there. They're up there. It's just weird, it is weird that they are 4-4. Four and four. Yeah. The Falcons' loss is what's throwing everybody off. Yeah. Because they should be 5-3 and three right now and really rolling. But uh, the team that is... They're up there, like you said, in our mind's eye, but they're not up there as far as the division is concerned yet because they're behind and, the five and three seasons. Sorry, and the Broncos lost that eleven to ten game. Oh, yeah, how did that happen? Pu. I mean, that's just. And bad. they lost to the Bears on opening day, but they lost Trey Lance in that game. So. What? What a weird. All, they the lose whole season. to bad teams, the but then they beat, they beat the good ones. Like then they the just whole season. The good Their teams. losses have been to the Bears, the Broncos, uh, the Falcons, and the Chiefs. The Chiefs is the only the one that makes sense. But then their wins have been against good teams, like you mentioned. The Seahawks, division rival. The Rams, division rival. Panthers suck, sure. But then they go out and they beat the Rams again. Wow, they're already played the Rams twice this year. Yeah, already that? sweep of the L.A. Rams. That's Rams a huge are, weight off of their shoulders. You think already. the Rams make the playoffs? No. No, I do I not. think with the emergence of Seattle, they're kind of screwed now. Yeah, it's either going to be th- three teams. It's Well, it's going to be three teams from the East, Yeah, three right? teams from the East. I think the Giants, Cowboys, and Eagles are in. It'd be very hard for those three teams to not make the playoffs. And now you're looking so at you're one, just one, one more, more spot, spot yeah. and I think I think it's the Seahawks at this point. And I think the Seahawks are playing better than the Rams. Like, if they played against each other, they I'd are. probably pick Seattle. I mean, 100% they are. So, and speaking of Seattle, 27-13 win over the Giants, and I think it could have been 42-13 to based on how yeah. many dimes Geno Smith You're G-men, though. Do you lose any faith in them? No, that's a really tough trip. Yeah, it is. West Coast. Um, they're on the road back-to-back weeks now mm-hmm. in tough places. Jacksonville's a swamp, and then you go to Seattle on the West Coast. But they pull out the win, against, out Jacksonville. The win against Jacksonville. You had to do that. They were due for a loss. And again, I think Seattle is just a better team than a lot of us expected. And here we go. Moving forward for the Giants, they get the Texans and Lions back-to-back yeah, weeks at home. you correct yourself with those two wins. So you enter Thanksgiving Day with an 8-2 and two record. I'll say this too, Jacob. As much as I just said the Seahawks could have opened it up more if they connected on some things, the punt returner for the Giants fumbled oh twice. Oh, my God, twice. And gave them the ball yeah, in plus right, territory. Right. So if the Giants were on their P's and Q's a little bit more, maybe they would be better. Although Pete Carroll, Pete, I love Pete. He really is such a great coach. Seattle kind of gave the blueprint to everybody. Mm-hmm. Sell out to stop Saquon and make Danny Dimes beat you. And they did. Most Saquon time, did nothing. Nothing. He averaged, like, what, 2.8 yards? But they can't. the best part is, is they kept giving him the ball. And it just didn't he had like work. Like twenty three carries for like fifty yards. He mm-hmm. just could not get anything going. So, hats off to Seattle. Hats off to Pete Carroll. And again, I think that Danny your... Dimes is not going to beat you. No, I saw a couple wheel routes where he had a guy running wide open down the field, and he just threw it five yards mm-hmm. too far. So that's who Danny Dimes that, is. You know, Pete was sitting there saying yeah. that he's like, if he if he hits those wheel routes five times, well, he beats us. But he I bet you yeah. he's not going to do. And it. he didn't. That's right. Yeah, right. Seahawks moving forward. I think, I mean, they have a really easy road to kind of shore up. Not the division win. Well, they finished in last place last year, right? <clears throat> yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, because all three of the other teams in that division playoffs. made the playoffs. So they're playing fourth place. They ha- I'm not saying they're going to win the division, but they have an easy path to getting that seventh seed. I still think the Niners win the division, but yes, I think they're going to be the seventh seed in the playoffs. And I think that's coach of the year for Pete Carroll because everybody— you know, Really? I, I just think everybody I'd be hard-pressed— to be to like not picking give it to number Brian. one overall, yeah. as opposed to number seven in the in the wild card. I think it's going to come down to Carroll and Dable, right? Or Sirianni. 
Yeah. If they run the table, he's going to get it. Like, Well, I don't know about that. I mean, like, sure. How are you not going to give it to the guy that runs the table whose name's not Belichick? Well, your because name, they and, never give it to Belichick. Well, so you're saying only if they go undefeated? I think he's a lock <clears throat> if they go undefeated. Yeah. Kind of like how we but said TJ gonna, was a lock if he breaks the sack. The weird thing is about the Eagles. They're not going to go undefeated, though. That's the thing. But a lot of people think they could. You look at their, like, you look at their schedule. It happens every year, though. Or not every year. They're gonna have every, a fluke game. Happens every time we have a team do this. Maybe just not like the, tell me who the Steelers lose were eleven and zero. Just that, tell me who they're gonna lose to as we go down. Ready? Texas on the road. They won't lose that game. Although it is a short week, but they won't lose that. Game. Texas on the road, right? Thursday night, Monday night against Washington in Philly. In Philly, they're not gonna lose that game. Sunday on the road against the Colts. The Colts are so bad <clears> now. They have Ellinger. Even though that's a tricky place to play, not gonna happen. Sunday night, Packers in Philly. I just saw what happened when Aaron went into Thunderdome last night. He yeah. doesn't have it in him. No, He's not, not going to be able to do it. <clears throat> uh, Sunday afternoon, Titans at home. That's one they could lose. But Titans in Philly? At home, yeah. Though. Giants on the road. That tough. could be it. That's tough. Bears on the road. I don't really see that. Yeah, I could see the Bears running Maybe. on them a lot, but still, they win. I mean, their run defense is so good. From Titans on, it gets tougher. Because Cowboys on the road. That's the one. Eagles at, or sorry, Saints at home, Giants at home. So after it's just the Giants on the road. But I'll say this: and the Cowboys on the road. Once the Titans game starts, even once the Packers game starts, just because it's Rogers, it's tougher. It's Pat. It's Rogers. A, it's the Titans. You're playing it's playoff the Giants. Teams. It's the Cowboys. It's the Giants again. And maybe. when you're thirteen to zero, fourteen to zero, fifteen to zero, you things, have it locked up. Things get a little tight. No, I mean, don't you think you go out there and you're like, ooh, I don't want to lose now. Like, we're so close to glory. Well, I would say some teams take the opposite where it's like, we have our number one overall seed locked up. I don't want to risk Jalen Hurts. I want to risk A.J. Brown. I don't want to risk Well, if they get to 16-0, that Giants game doesn't matter because both Cowboys and Giants have two losses already. So they're already facing that if they get to the 16-0 point. Do you play your starters against New York? No, because New York's probably going to play to get seeding, or to or get maybe the, they can get, get a the, five instead get the of a five six or something six, like that. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. But I, I don't think they go undefeated. I don't either. I, I but think, you think that's the only way Sirianni wins Coach of the Year? If they go, so if they lose a game, they go. If they go sixteen and one, you got to give it to Dable or Carroll. I don't know because here's the thing. Mm. The Eagles weren't supposed to be good this year. No, they were. Not this good. Not this good. That's what I mean. Not like, this good. Maybe they, <clears throat> what the Seahawks are is what we thought maybe the Eagles would be. Like a 5-3 and three yeah. team, always yeah, flirting yeah, yeah, around yeah. the wild card. Like, yeah, no one, for sure. No for one expected sh- them to sure, be For sure, like good. competing for that 6 or 7 seed. Yeah, like not surprised if they make the playoffs, but surprised if they were a contender when they made the playoffs. Now, yeah. they're the best team in the NFC by far. They're the best team in football. I would say. I don't know. Buffalo's so damn good, but I, I can't knock them out of the number one spot just because they're undefeated. It is a it is a waste of a season, is it not? A waste despite the, the despite the low expectations coming into the season oh, it's at this Super point. Bowl or bust now. Yeah. Well, I think you I think you admit that to yourself when you trade for Robert Quinn too. Yeah. May, if you get there, that's that's the minimum. You gotta get there. <laughs> if you lose it, okay, that's it's tough to win a Super Bowl, especially if you lose it to like a Buffalo, yeah, like, or even a Kansas City. Yeah, those three teams right now, I'd say Super Bowl or bust. I think Eagles most of all. Yeah, I would say Eagles one, Ooh, Buffalo I don't know, two, though, the Bills just because of how close they've been. That's for... what I'm saying. Bills two, also they've been close. Also, you go out and you sign Von Miller to that mega contract. 
All I know is if the Bills make it, they better not lose it because, oh. <laughs> Another loss. Oh. You don't oh. want to do four falls of Buffalo again, but after last night, I mean, they just They look, look so good. Yeah. If they are in Orchard Park for the entirety of the AFC playoff, I don't think a team goes in there and wins. I mean, like, you could say maybe Kansas City. Maybe, that's it. That's I, it. I, no, I that's think, it. I don't think they're going to go in there and win, though. I just, I don't see them winning at, I don't think anybody goes to Buffalo and wins in the playoffs this year. That's the best home field advantage in football. Philly's pretty tough, too. I think that's the second best home field yeah. advantage in football. And then Kansas City third, probably. I think that's probably yeah. the third best it's home just, field it's, advantage it's, in football. You know, everyone, I know Mark, uh, Mark says this a lot, the NFL loves parody. But it's so it's not the good kind of parody. No, we have three great teams, and then and then everybody else is four and three, three and four. It's not the parody you want. You've got Cowboys, and you've got Niners, and, and you got the Giants. And no, forget them because they're not real. That's the thing is that they're six and two, but are they real? Or they're they're five and two, but are they really that? No, they're good not. Of, That's yeah. why I'm saying like Niners, Cowboys, Bengals, Bengals, maybe Ravens, maybe are the teams that are like. Kind of Next. trying to get into that tier, but they're still so far behind the top three. Right, I think. and then it's everybody else. And then it's everybody else. Do you miss any of our show today? You can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcast shows, like The Drive in the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, and The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Moats, and The Steelers Standard with hey. Tom and Jacob, as well as many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Tonight, any vibe? One, 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 or the other. You think the Bengals win? I think the Bengals win. How about the NFL? Halloween night, two teams with orange as their primary colors. That's how you do it. Okay, that's how you do it's it. It's in Cleveland, though, right? It's in Cleveland. So we're not going to get that white out from. Not going to get the white out from Cincinnati. Even though that's the cleanest thing. No, you got to go orange and black tonight. <clears throat> I know, but that's you the go orange cl- and black but I, on Halloween. You love that white out in Cincinnati. I think that the Bengals handle business against the Browns. I agree. It'll be closer than people think because it's a rivalry game and you know prime time in Cleveland. That's a pretty good home field advantage too. But yeah. I, I think the Bengals' offense is starting to click. Comes down think, to Nick Chubb, and I think they win. Comes down to Nick Chubb, if he can run all over the Bengals. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. Well, I think Burrow's going to pass all over the Browns. Well, that's a no it, Jamar Chase <laughs> though. So it, it comes down to Nick Chubb if this game is close or not. Well. We'll recap what happened in this yeah, game won. as well as talk more Steelers and have a little bye week fun on our episode on Why Wednesday. Not? So until then, he's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman. And as always, we appreciate you listening to the Steelers Standard. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash slash iHeart.